Welcome to the Hues of Beauty podcast, the show dedicated to celebrating the diverse beauty of women of color. I'm your host, Dr. Dega Fongard, and on this podcast, we'll delve into the world of skincare and women's health. Join us as we explore expert insights, personal stories, and practical tips to empower you on your self-care journey. Stay tuned for an empowering conversation. Today, we're going to be talking about lazy hair removal on the face. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I noticed that a lot of you in the Delight MD tribe, when you're coming in, you're asking a lot of questions related to facial hair and how to manage it. So I figured we should just talk about lazy hair removal on the face because that's primarily the best option in terms of treating facial hair. Okay, so... Let's start with when people come in with facial hair. Typically, when someone comes in, and we're talking about a woman, comes in with facial hair, the most common area that women have facial hair is going to be on the chin area. So the chin, and then it might progress to the jawline and then the neck. And then sometimes women have hair on their lips as well. And then for more progressive facial hair, it's like basically from the cheeks all the way down to the neck, okay? It's very rare that I have to do any sort of treatment on the face, like on the forehead. So for now, we're just gonna focus on from the cheeks all the way down, all right? And so whenever someone comes and they have facial hair, the first question I always ask is, have you seen your doctor? Have you tried to figure out what the cause of this facial hair is? And it's really important to find out because a lot of times women are not naturally supposed to have thick facial hair, okay? And whenever you do have thick facial hair, it means that there's some um, hormonal cause for the hair. So there's a hormonal variability um, and we always have to find out like what's causing it, all right? Um, Do you have PCOS? So PCOS, for a lot of my patients, they will present with at least chin, jawline neck and if it's really really bad then it's like literally from the cheeks all the way down they will have thick facial hair all right and so in that situation pcos which stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome the ovaries are producing testosterone and testosterone derivatives and then that is causing you to develop facial hair amongst other things also it can also cause you to have acne all right. So that's one thing that we have to look into. And it's really important that before you come in for laser hair removal, you at least have a conversation with your primary care doctor, have some blood work t- uh, done just to make sure that, you know, they rule out all the reasons why you could have facial hair or hirsutism. OK. And then the other thing that I always mention for a lot of people is that for some people, facial hair or hirsutism is due to insulin resistance. This is the other option, okay? So if you have high insulin resistance, which is like a precursor to... Okay, I'm back. All right, so if it's due to facial hair, if facial hair is due to insulin resistance, then what's going to happen is that your body is has high in, insulin levels. That converts gets converted into androgens, and androgens can then get converted into testosterone. So in that situation, it's going to be important to make sure you're watching what you're eating. So eating as clean as possible. And we can go into a whole nother topic about how to eat if you have acne or PCOS because it's very specific. 
So you have to eat healthy, you have to cut out unnecessary carbohydrates. Usually exercise is important. If you have weight to lose, then you have to lose weight. All of those things are going to be important and I will bring it up during our consultation because if you don't do those things, laser hair removal is not going to work. Okay, laser works primarily um, when the hormone that's causing the hair to grow in is less. Okay, if you're just relying on the laser to get rid of the hair, in my opinion, it's not really the best. Uh, you're not going to have the best results or you're going to feel like it's not working because the primary problem is the hormone and then the secondary problem is the facial hair. And so you come to me for the facial hair and I'll say we got to work on the primary and the secondary problem in order to have a good outcome. Okay. The third reason why someone might have facial hair, and this is very specific for the chin, is usually in women as they get older, if you're in perimenopause or in menopause, then you can start to develop facial hair specifically on the chin area. And the reason for that is that your estrogen levels at that time are much lower, and so testosterone becomes your predominant hormone, and then you're going to develop that facial hair. Okay, so if it happens in older age, it's hormonal still, but it's because you're in menopause, right? So again, laser is an option in that situation as well. All right, so now you know all the different reasons why um, you might have facial hair. That's more of a pathology. There are variants of people who have facial hair and it's completely normal for them. So, for example, some people who have East, um, Southeast Asian descent, they have a lot of hair, not just on their face, but on, the, on their entire body. And so for them, it's not necessarily, uh, if they have a lot of facial hair, that doesn't mean that there's some major thing going on. It could just be a normal variant for them. Okay, so that's um, more of a genetic component for facial hair. And so... What are you going to do to get rid of it? So a lot of people, they tweeze, which I don't recommend because that causes trauma to the skin. And when you cause any sort of trauma or inflammation, that will leave a dark mark and it can actually lead to scarring as well. Okay. Um, the other thing that some people do is waxing. If you don't, if you're not prone to ingrowns, then waxing is an option, right? Um, I don't like it, but I'm not going to say it's like not the best option because not everybody can afford laser or not everybody has laser. So waxing is an option. I don't like threading. I prefer shaving or actually my, my favorite method of managing hair is just to cut it up, cut the hair. Okay. So there are some like, uh, like you can use like a little tiny scissors to just cut up the hair. So that it just, it's there, but it's not like going into your skin. Because when you actually shave it, it can go into your skin and then that can lead to an ingrown hair. So that's what most people do. But, you know, obviously a lot of people will do this, but it keeps bothering them, right? And so they might really want to just pull it out. And then that's going to lead to complications. That's going to lead to um, hyperpigmentation if you're a person of color. That's going to lead to um, scarring, dark marks. And so then you get frustrated and you're like, all right, I need to definitely make sure that I get laser hair removal. And so the way laser works is that it's a machine that creates a wavelength of light. And that light is targeting pigment in the hair follicle. Okay. Once it targets the hair follicle, it will destroy it. So really really important the hair has to have pigment in it so it has to be black if it's gray it will not work okay and so reason why we want to do laser hair removal is because 
the reason why you want to do laser hair removal is because one you want to get the hair to go from thick to thin because naturally we have hair on our face but it's super thin and you really can't see it and so if you can get the the laser to get the hair from thick to thin then you don't have to worry about um hyperpigmentation coming on you don't have to worry about scarring right and so whenever someone comes in and they're like well how many treatments is it going to take for me to start to see results i'll tell them give it a one or two treatments and you will start to see less and less hair coming in right my first goal is to get the hair thin and once the hair is thin then my next goal is to try to eliminate what's left okay and so it's important to understand that when you're doing laser hair removal, we cannot get rid of all the hair in one go, right? Every time you come in, we get about 10, 15% max with each treatment, okay? So that's why you usually need a long treatment course. I always recommend at least a year for the first year, about 68 treatments on the face. And then the second year, you might need four or two depending on how your body responds. But it's not something where it's like a one and done. And so people make the mistake, they'll go somewhere, they'll say, oh, you only need a package of six treatments. They get six treatments and they never go back to get a touch-up or a maintenance treatment. And that is a bad idea because like I said, the hormonal piece is the thing that's triggering the hair to grow. And unless you're like super clean with your diet and you're not making any mistakes and keeping your hormones in check, that is, the hormones are still gonna trigger the hair to come back so you have to keep doing maintenance treatments it doesn't have to be as often as what you did in the first year but you have to keep doing treatments okay so we will usually do the first two treatments every four weeks and then after that we might push it to every six to eight weeks all right but the goal is to do treatments for one year and then after that we can do touch-up treatments okay Things that you need to avoid, you need to avoid using retinols prior to laser, so one week prior. And if you're using any active ingredients like um, glycolic acid, lactic acid, you want to pause those like three days before the laser treatment. And so when you're doing the treatment, it's going to feel like little rubber bands are being stung on you. Um, depending on the laser, some are more painful than others. Some lasers require you to use gel. That So there's so many different types of lasers. For people who have darker skin like me, I recommend that you use a 1064 nanometer wavelength ND laser. It's the safest option for darker skin, but not everybody has that. And so the other option on the market is a 810 diode. Usually that's where you're going to be using gel. Just make sure that if you go to someone who has that, make sure that they know what they're doing with the laser. Because what happens when we do more and more treatments, your hair gets thinner and thinner. So it doesn't have as much melanin in it. And so the way to remove the hair or to eliminate it is to increase the power of the machine. And this is where people end up getting burns. Because when you increase the power of the machine, it might not be compatible with your skin. And that's when like people tend to get problems. So you have to make sure that whoever you go to is very comfortable treating darker skin tones. Or if they have an A10 diode, you may not be able to um, get them to increase the temperature, not the temperature, increase the power of the machine. They might just have to keep it low and you have to do more treatments than usual to be able to get the results that you want. Okay, so I hope that that's very helpful. And then afterwards, you might get like a little bit of swelling. You shouldn't get any burns with laser, okay? People always say, oh, I just got a little burn. Burning is not normal with laser hair removal, all right? You shouldn't get burns. You can get swelling. That's very normal. It's called perifollicular edema. 
and usually we will use some aloe on the area and it will calm down within an hour and the most important thing with doing laser is making sure you're wearing sunscreen because laser is actually going to cause inflammation it's a form of injury and so if you're injuring the skin and then you're not going back and protecting it with spf which is sunscreen there's really no point right if the whole goal was to prevent hyperpigmentation well the laser is going to cause more problems especially if you're not wearing sunscreen so it's really really important to make sure that you're wearing sunscreen when you're getting face laser hair removal sessions and like I said, it will take about a year to get you to the place where you're very happy with your skin. So don't rush it. Take your time. Um, and yeah, you'll get pretty good results. Okay. Now, there are a few things that you have to disclose when you're doing laser hair removal. So the most important thing is medications that you're on. So for example, we're in the fall, winter time. If you're on doxycycline, for example, that is going to make you very sensitive to light. And so we cannot do laser on you when you're on a medication like that. So whenever you come in, I will ask you like, okay, what is your medical history? Are you on medications? We have to make sure that the medications are safe for laser. Uh, so that's really important. And then if you're going to be in a sun exposed area and you want to be out of the sun for like at least two weeks prior to coming in for laser and two weeks after, which is why for some people, they don't want to do laser in the summer because they know they're going to be having fun. Uh, but they can do it for areas where their body is covered, like their abdomen or like their upper legs, things like that. Okay. But we're specifically talking about the face. And like I said, most of the time it's hormonal. It's very, very stubborn because, um, again, if the hormone is not in check, then we're not going to be able to get rid of the hair completely. So I tell people all the time, please be patient with us. We're all we're, we're managing the hair and also trying to match to mitigate any sort of risk like burns we don't want to go too high and then burn your skin and that really defeats the purpose right so when you go in have the expectation that it could take a year to two years to get you where you want to be right and that's not just for laser that's for all the things that we have to do when it comes to taking care of your skin so most people who have facial hair if you're a person of color you might also have hyperpigmentation or dark spots from the hair and you might also have scarring. And so the next question that people usually ask is, can I do other procedures while I'm doing laser hair removal on the face? And the answer is yes, if the person, again, knows what they're doing. So for me personally, my goal is to get the hair from thick to thin. And then once the hair is thin and this we, we can space out your treatments to every six to eight weeks, then in between, I would love to do chemical peels, light chemical peels, or even microneedling to start to address the texture and the tone of your skin. So that once we get to that one year mark, like you can see a dramatic difference in your skin. It's not just a reduction of the hair, but your skin tone is going to be much better and your skin texture is going to be much better as well. Also, skincare products are going to be very, very important. Using products that are exfoliating will be important in between laser treatments. Using products that are going to brighten your skin are going to be, is going to be important as well. So it's like a whole picture. It's not just laser. It's laser, it's skincare, and it's getting your hormones in check, which basically is going to involve you decreasing your stress, eating healthy, exercising, and then making sure that you check with your doctor to make sure there are no medical reasons why you're developing facial hair. So I hope that this was helpful. 
All right. It was nice talking to you guys. Have a great day and take care of your skin. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Hues of Beauty podcast. Remember, your beauty is your power and self-care is your secret weapon. If you loved today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. If you want to continue the conversation, join the Delight MD tribe on Facebook. And you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok with the handle DegaFongotMD. Until next time, remember your skin tells a story, make it a beautiful one. See you in the next episode.